I have to tell this Easter story, just in case someone listening hasn't heard it before. Easter is not about bunnies. It's not about hiding and hunting for eggs. It's not about eating a good meal with family. It's not about dressing up in your best and reserving a whole pew so that your wayward loved ones can come and do a photo op with you that one Sunday a year. But the Easter story actually begins before time because there was God. No one created him. He just exists. He just is. And by the word of God, the word of God, everything was created. Keep in mind the word. And God decided to create an earth and populate that earth with a man and a woman. The woman was deceived eventually by the serpent and then her husband followed after her in sin. You see, because there were a couple of trees in the garden that the Lord had given them some instructions concerning, and one of those trees they were never supposed to touch. But the woman reasoned after being deceived, and then her husband willfully gave in to the temptation and the sin. And now this place that was once perfect, I mean perfect weather patterns, um, just uh, perfect everything, right? No diseases, no sickness, all ruined. Sin entered the atmosphere, it entered the earth. Everything is cursed now. Mankind is cursed. And we find out that the curse comes through mankind from Adam, from his seed, not from the womb of the woman. So God was the first to slaughter animals and to cover that man and woman with the blood. And this would be sort of the beginning of a covenant that the Jews would keep offering those animal sacrifices day and night. But that was meant to be a temporary covenant until Christ was born. Now Christ is the word of God. That's what it says in John chapter one. So before he became flesh, he was the very word of God through which and by which everything was created. And then he himself born of a virgin, conceived by the Holy Spirit, came into this world. And Jesus was not of Adam's seed. That's why he was not cursed. That's why there was no sin in him. He didn't have to overcome anything. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit. Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life. That's what perfect means, by the way, according to the Lord. It means sinless. It's not perfectionism like we think. To be perfect before God is to be sinless. And he lived this life, and for about three and a half years, the last three and a half years of his life, he had a ministry. He was healing people and preaching and teaching the gospel and setting people free. And then the time came for him to die on the cross. And he died to redeem mankind. What Adam could not do, Jesus Christ was able to do by living that sinless life and shedding his blood so that a new covenant could be forged and no more animal sacrifices would need to be offered. Jesus was an innocent man. He died for the sins of the world, for my sin, for your sin, for all of mankind. And by putting our faith in him, we can be made right with God. There's no such thing as a good person. I just sense that someone will listen to this and they will need to know that the Easter story is not about striving. It's not about being a good person. Although I thank you for that. I'm thankful for people who do 
what they know is right. But doing the right thing does not have eternal weight. It doesn't have the power to regenerate your spirit. Only the blood can save. As you read through John chapter 3, you're going to come across a conversation between Jesus and a Pharisee named Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a devout religious man, and yet he didn't know Christ. But he had sense enough to come closer to him and ask him some questions. And this conversation carries on. Jesus says, you must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of God. Of course, Nicodemus was baffled by this because it was new doctrine. It was new doctrine. The Jews knew the law and they knew all about those animal sacrifices. They knew what was required and then some, or so they thought, in order to please God. Most of the Jews uh, and most of the Pharisees and all, all of those in the religious sects, they thought that they were pretty good people. They fasted, they prayed, they read the law, they kept the law. They did everything, quote unquote, perfectly, but they weren't sinless. Nicodemus was one of the few Jews that you see from that high council that actually humbled himself and came near to the Lord to find out what it meant to be born again. I know I said it a moment ago, but it's worth repeating that Easter is not just about hunting for eggs. It's not about bunnies. It may be that way for a little while, but we have to grow up and we have to understand that Resurrection Day is about the redemption of mankind. We are all sinners. We're all born under this curse. But like Nicodemus, we can humble ourselves and we can come to Christ and we can say, how does one be born again? How can I be born again? And now we do not have to offer those animal sacrifices. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what I would do if I had to take goats and stuff to the church. Anyway, the Gentiles were not even included under that covenant, so it wouldn't have worked anyway. And so we can put our faith in Jesus Christ now. We know that this is more than just the fun and the games because we've matured. And if we haven't given our life to Christ, there's still an opportunity to do that today. But notice something in that conversation with Nicodemus because faith in Jesus Christ is just the beginning. What we have to go on to do or at least receive is the gift of eternal life, eternal life. And we receive this eternal life first by putting our faith in Christ. But then that conversation between Nicodemus and Jesus, look into it, John chapter three, Jesus said, you must be born again. That is born again of the Holy Spirit, the same spirit by which Jesus Christ was conceived. And so he made a way for us to have eternal life in the spirit. For me, every Sunday, is resurrection day i pray as you listen to this that you will consider giving your life to christ i pray as you listen to this that you would consider rededicating your life if you've once given your life to christ and walked away let today be the day that you know you are loved and well received and that a sacrifice has been made and you can trade all of that striving and you can trade all of that trying to be a good person and checking off all of those boxes and you can be free. Even religious people, I just wanna say that you can be free because what Jesus accomplished on the cross 
religion could not do. If the law could not save us and set us free, then certainly being religious cannot set us free. I pray that this is the best resurrection day, the best Easter that you ever have. Be born again today by faith and live in the love of Jesus Christ. There's this hymn. I only know the chorus. And I was excited because we sang it in church today. It goes like this. <clears throat> what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus.